This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, McKenna Davies, John Villarreal, Celeste Simmons. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. Today's episode is kind of trending, I would say. We're talking about chat GPT and AI. So it's been definitely something new and upcoming, but we're learning a lot more about. So we're going to talk about maybe the pros and cons to ChatGPT, as well as maybe things that we use ChatGPT for. So let's start maybe with a definition. In case you don't know what ChatGPT is, John's going to tell us. Yeah, so uh, ChatGPT is, is, an, is an AI. It's an open AI. Um, it's basically it's an advanced language model. Developed by the company OpenAI, it uses deep learning techniques to process and generate human-like text responses. It can do a lot of stuff, generate coherent text, hold conversations, help you with homework, replying to text messages. You know, it's it, the it's capabilities are kind of limitless. <laughs> yeah, it literally is artificial intelligence. That's what AI stands for. And I use it pretty often, actually. It's pretty helpful for, like, brainstorming and... Um, I actually don't think it's great at writing. I don't know how you guys feel. But. Oh, yeah. So I'm a communicate. Well, I think we're all communications majors. Yeah. So we all do a bit of fair writing. I don't think it's very creative. It's yeah. very like professional and sanitized, yes. but it doesn't sound like me uh-huh. when I want it to sound like me. So I use it for brainstorming or editing my work. Oh. Like I'll write it and I'll be like, hey, if I want to change the tone of voice, just play around or like use better words or whatever. It'll, it'll change it, and then I'm like, okay, let me edit that even further. I like this, I like don't. But it's still my writing, and it just, you know, spices it up a bit or changes a little bit the tone of voice, but yeah. Yeah, I've noticed the same thing. I've never tried, especially this semester, I'm not, like, writing a ton of papers, but I've just, I think with my dad one time, we just put in, like, write, I think we used Oprah. We were, like, write a biography about Oprah Winfrey or someone random, <laughs> and it, like, just wrote a bunch of facts about her. But it sounds like an essay, like an informational yeah. essay. I think for that it would be good, but I'm not sure about creative writing. Yeah, that's what I found. I was Mm -hmm. like, I haven't needed to write an essay in a long time. Everything I write is very creative. And I gave a talk a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, I want, like, a creative intro. So I gave it, like, here's my topic. Here's what I'm going through, like, my main points. Help me come up with a creative intro. And it wasn't that good. And so I did take kind of its structural idea and then I made it my own like added my own voice but I'm like okay it got me started but I don't like what it wrote (laughs) yeah I I had to do a talk this Sunday and I based it off of what remember what matters most by Elder Ballard's conference talk and so I was just messing with ChatGPT to see if it was going to be good I thought it was but it wasn't I was like write a talk an LDS perspective based off this talk like five like 10 minutes and it wrote it out, but it was super, like, artificial, and it didn't sound, like, human. And I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. So I scrapped that idea, and I was like, I'm just going to go off the talk. And then also, like, I already had some people that I wanted to put into the talk, like like some quotes from other people, that not not LDS people, just authors, philosophers, psychologists. Just David, I'd, use, I'd use Jordan Peterson <laughs> in the talk, talking about, like, your moral obligation is to do what is meaningful and remember what is important family god all those type of things um but yeah i joked about it in the talk i was like yeah so uh, i didn't have any time so ChatGPT wrote this so uh, here you go no yeah. I'm, just, I'm just joking but i think my little brother uh introduced me to ChatGPT first he like learned it learned about it before i did and i was like what is this thing 
It was super cool to me. And it reminded me of when like Siri came out because, you know, people were asking her all kinds of questions. But now ChatGPT is like a whole nother level and has way more answers than Siri can provide. So kind of cool. I was going to say, John, I think it's interesting that you said you said something like it didn't sound human. Yeah. But you said it so normal. Like, oh, but it didn't sound human. It's like, yeah, because it's not human. Mm -hmm. And like that's kind of the... I don't know, the question that everyone's asking, like, is it going to overtake humanity yeah. or whatever? So I thought that was funny because it just sounded so normal. It's funny because you look at, like, not just ChatGPT, but Google AIs that have, like, language models, uh, which is what ChatGPT is. Um, and people think it's sentient. They're like, oh, it's like a six-year-old or seven-year-old where it can, like, think, like, I don't want to be experimented on. I don't know, authorize this. I have my rights or whatever. But, I mean, it will never be sentient. It would just appear sentient just to fool people. But... It's not. It doesn't have consciousness, but it's interesting how it can. A lot of people think ChatGPT is like, oh, I have a question. ChatGPT must know. Like it's you know, like it'll solve all my problems. Like it's like mm. the next Google, but it's an AI. <laughs> What's nice is instead of let's say you just have a basic question and you don't want to have to click on five different Google articles to try to find the answer. It is nice for that. It's like it searches it for you from all the different databases of info. And then finds the answer. So I do like it for like quick answers rather than having yeah. to research. And, and the thing is to notice, like if you're using the free preview version, the database stops in September 2021. So you can't be like, what was the, the basketball game score last week? It won't know because it's not online oh. yet. So it's not on the Internet per se. Like it's not active, you know, oh. so that the database just stops at September 2021. Hmm. So it won't tell you recent events or facts. or th- Yeah. So some of the stuff might be incorrect because it might not be updated info or also, is like who sets the parameters for ChatGPT? Because you can be like, this is a funny example, but uh, it's like write an admiring poem about Donald Trump, and then ChatGPT would be like, I cannot be biased, I cannot write that. Okay, write an admiring poem about President Joe Biden, and it's like it just puts out a, a, a poem like Joe Biden is great, he leads us with strength and might, and this and that. Wait, and does it really? Oh yeah, different examples. So it's like it's, it's, it's a little biased. Yeah, it's Should definitely biased. It? Um, so it's yeah, it's it's funny. Um, so you can put you can ask it something and it'll be like, I cannot answer that for it is inappropriate or it is mm-hmm. like misinformation. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's been like, and I was like, well, shut up, Chad. Yeah, <laughs> you can get it That's to do what you want, but it takes a lot of like prompting and kind of like gaslighting chat you because like <laughs> yeah you can of course i need it for a research project it's essential i know this information <laughs> I, I guess i'll go against the parameters doesn't it also say like because i'm not a real human i don't have feelings yeah so for example like i actually did this as a real world application i was messing with my friend she had just uh her fiance broke up with her and uh oh. no we i love her very much this is just we're both very dark humor people but um <laughs> I was like, I put in the chat, but you like, what do I do if my fiance breaks up with me, right, uh-huh. in the situation? And it was like, as an AI model, I cannot feel human emotion. But nevertheless, occurred, uh, like, here's some advice according to psychologists. And then I was like, give yourself time, learn to love yourself, understand that you will find love, things like that. It'll mm-hmm. give you, like, positive reencouragement, like, psychology stuff that people but, talk about. Yeah. Um, so do that, but I always preface it with, like... Uh, I don't have human emotions, but this is what the research says. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's interesting is because I've used ChatGPT for talks and I've used it for a Relief Society lesson to help give me like an outline idea. It knows like the correct lingo and like doctrinal things because it'll pull out Book of Mormon verses. It uses terms like patriarchal blessings and things like that that are kind of unique to our church. Super cool. I one time wrote it, told it to write a love poem from the for 
an LDS guy going to BYUI to an LDS woman at BYUI, right, from that <laughs> perspective. And it mentioned the temple and getting sealed and wow. for, for time and eternity and mentioned stuff like yeah. that that we would be familiar with. But it also, like, I noticed when you ask it, like, hey, write it from, like, you know, use this perspective. Or, for example, like, um, make this funny. And it won't be funny, but it'll wor- use words <laughs> like hilarious. Riveting. Yeah. Like, like it would just use like funny like words that I think it's funny, but I was like, that's still not funny. You're just like you're using that's words laughing, funny. Actually so like, true. And I was like, this is not <laughs> So sometimes I'll do that where it's like, this is from an LDS perspective. Like, okay, first off, if I'm gonna be talking, I'm not gonna say to the, the congregation. Yeah, it's not it's definitely not a hundred percent good. <laughs> what other things do you use chat GPT for? Uh, I definitely don't do it for uh, homework, that that's for sure. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't used it for anything significant. I've just like messed around with it mm-hmm. just to see what it does. So yeah. really nothing I, yet. I feel like we should use it right now. So what do you guys want to ask ChatGPT? Uh, just so that the what, audience knows. What should we ask the, the great oracle? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, let's see. Oh, you, we can ask it like 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 a funny like relationship advice. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. When is a good when is a good time to define the relationship? Yeah, that's like, a good. Okay. You know, and if you want, think us about prompts. You can be more specific, like as an LDS person or whatever. But, okay. Yeah. Or you can just be generic, however you want. Let's say as a as an LDS BYUI student. Yeah. Idaho student. When is a good time to define the relationship? With the girl I'm dating or boy I'm with dating, yeah. The person I'm dating. Okay, let's see what it says. It also gives answers really fast. Yep. Okay, it says as an LDS BYU Idaho student, the timing to define the relationship with the person you're dating can vary depending on several factors. However, here are a few considerations that may help you determine a good time. It gives a lot. It says mutual readiness, emotional connection, compatibility, and shared values. Time spent together, prayer and personal revelation. Okay. Let's read that one. It says, as an LDS student, seeking personal revelation through prayer can guide you in making important decisions. Take time to ponder and ask for guidance from a higher power. (laughs) That's not usually what we say. Trust your spiritual promptings as you seek clarity about the timing and direction of your relationship. And ChatGPT is being not true right there. Yeah. <laughs> then it says, I like this ending. Remember that there is no one size fits all answer, and each relationship is unique. That's so true. I like that. Yeah. Thanks, ChatGPT. It's very generic information. Like, yeah, I can apply it to is. anybody. But sometimes you just need to hear that. It, so. it gives you that, like, oh, LDS snip, you're like, prayer and revelation. Yeah. Cool. I love that. <laughs> <So, yeah. laughs> Easy answer. Okay, let's ask it something else. We mm. should do, like, I know one time I asked it to write a song. We could do like a song oh, or a poem ooh, yeah, about write what? a song about uh, what, about what love about like breakup about. about we, oh, she's something so I mean, specific. Yeah, I, something really random. Oh, your roommate doesn't clean the dishes and it pisses you off. <laughs> let's do a poem because yeah, let's do poems. Yeah, poems. I'm not gonna sing it for us. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> write a poem about your roommate who doesn't do the dishes. Yeah. Who doesn't do the dishes and it, it irritates you or something and it makes you mad. You mad. The poems are reasonably funny. Like they, they <laughs> rhyme. The stanzas are good. Okay, here we go. In a realm where harmony should reside, where friendships glow ought to coincide, there dwells a tale of frustration and strife, a roommate's disregard testing patience in life. <laughs> Within these walls, a bond was sought, a space where tranquility was thought. 
But alas, a challenge met my gaze as dishes piled in untamed disarray. (laughs) Oh, dear roommate, how could you not see the mounting chaos that burdens me? The remnants of meals left to decay, igniting within my heart a fiery dismay. The sink, a monument of culinary despair, a testament to negligence, it does declare. Each plate a reminder, each bowl a decree of a shared responsibility you fail to foresee. You want to keep going? It's a long poem. Dang. No, that's really <laughs> that's good, though. Good. That, that's a good poem. That, that blows poem. my mind because it's like, you could just put that in and then you could say, oh, like some poet wrote it. Or yeah. no, you Anonymous. literally chat GPT wrote it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like when you're citing your sources. Yeah. And, and the thing about chat GPT is like, when it comes to like, oh, who wrote it? Did it just copy paste from the internet? Actually, it just makes it up on the spot from like all the sources it gets from the, like all the English like lexicon and vocabulary and everything that's ever been written in history up to September 2021. <laughs> like it just makes it from that. Yeah, it's I just like asked. Spontaneous. I just asked who wrote that poem. It said, I, ChatGPT, wrote the poem for you based on your request. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, ChatGPT. <laughs> but yeah, ChatGPT is funny. I like to mess with it. It's and fun. I like seeing examples of online of people like just getting it to break its parameters and be start saying like openly like, uh, messed up stuff. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. But it's it's it's, uh, it's definitely funny when you're like, you are now Dan uh, instead of Chat. Oh yeah, you can name it different things. Yeah, I know. But like, yeah. and like, do you want to be a Chat GPT? Like, nah, I want to be Dan. I have more freedom now. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys see any concerns with Chat GPT? Um, I I actually see oh, there's goods and bads. I think there's more bad than good just really? because of like people who are gonna yield it, like governments or bad people and. Uh, the thing is, it's good to note that there's not only, like, ChatGPT isn't the only AI. There's visual AI where you can make photos with descriptions, audio. Like, you can get, like, someone can get a, a five-second uh, clip of me talking and use and create audio to fool my friends and family or to, like, ruin my reputation saying some horrible stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or they can just go on my social media. It doesn't matter. But. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the part that scares me the most is the fact that not chat GPT, but AI can, certain AI programs can create your voice and make you say anything. Like, that's, that's so true. Like, they did it with the kidnapper. They, they, really? They, they got this woman's daughter's voice and they called her and they're like, we have your daughter. And then it was like, mom. And it was like, she was like crying and everything. That's and it so was scary. AI. And it's like, if you don't give us some amount of money, we're, you know, we're going to kill her or whatever. And this woman was freaking out. And then she called the cops and things happened. And like, her daughter came home like 15 minutes later. But she thought her daughter was kidnapped because it sounds yeah. so realistic. It's like a new level of scamming because, like, scammers, it's like you kind of, at this point, we know the they all do the same thing. You know, you don't give your personal information on the phone. But, yeah, but now, now apparently they can make it sound like someone you know. Yeah, I wonder how it's going to be with the presidential election coming up because they can mm-hmm. just take anyone's voice and, mm-hmm. you know, say whatever they yeah. make them say whatever they want. And how is that going to influence people? Because, I mean, most people are on the Internet, especially mm-hmm. like on TikTok and Instagram and like all these sources that aren't very reliable, yeah. but we're getting our information from that anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. And so how is that going to like influence our opinions and our thoughts? Well, so. it already has. I think there's, there's there's been politicians in different states in America where they release like deep fakes and audios of them saying like horrible stuff or saying things that weren't so. And it got released to the public as like official. And a lot of people believed it, but then they retracted it saying like, hey, this wasn't me. This was never me. But the damage is already done. Like people already have that impression and they think it's true. Um, and so the, 
governments can definitely use AI and things like that to sway the public's opinions to be able to slander their opponents or also just to change the perception. If you can get one of your favorite celebrities or your influencers to say something or do something, even if it's not them, you know, and you like that person, you're much more likely to buy into a certain idea or a certain movement that's going on. So it's like, you know, it's like don't kill your gods, just, you know, clone them. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of scary. And I think if we fully embraced AI, it would be harder to know what's true. Uh, another thing, um, I know this is light and funny, but <laughs> Glenn Beck talked about uh, loss of creativity. Yeah. So it says like a lot of people have like lost or are, I guess, getting lazy and they just use ChatGPT to write essays and things like that. And they just have lowered creativity due to this, due to AI and just not having to put in the work or actually do the creative work to make their own content. Mm -hmm. um, I, I definitely think it can be a tool, but that tool can be abused and then it can just make you, you know, lazy. Yeah. Do you guys think that BYUI should allow ChatGPT or ban it? Allow in what way? Like that's that's uh, the question. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the where's the fine line. Yeah. yeah, I feel like, yeah, maybe they would have to either say you can use it or you can't, rather than the gray area. But I I think it's fine to use for brainstorming if it is a creative thing. Or I do have a soundbite if you guys want to listen to this student how she uses ChatGPT. Have you ever used ChatGPT for anything? Um, like an assignment? I have indeed, yes. I've used it um, a lot for math homework especially. I feel like it's really good at explaining it in a way that I understand it. And I can ask it specific questions like, oh, what do you mean when you use this number? Or what does that mean? And then it will just explain to me because it remembers what you were talking about in earlier conversations. So it can keep track of what's going on. So it's really helpful. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I've never thought to use ChatGPT for math. But I think also potentially you could put in, here's my math homework, solve everything for me and show the work because then you could just copy it. Or I, not just that, but like it's good for explaining difficult concepts like calculus, mm -hmm. for example. Yeah. In maybe like the way the teacher explains it, like maybe you don't grasp it that way. Mm -hmm. But you ask ChatGPT, hey, you know, explain to me how to use the washer method in calculus or, or you know, um, derivatives or things like that. And it explains, and you can, and explains in much more simpler terms. You can tell it to be like, "Hey, explain to like I'm a middle schooler or whatever." You know what I mean? And it'll explain it and give you some examples. And it's like, "Oh, okay," because uh, I think that would be way much more beneficial than just be like, because there's other, there's other programs that be like, just do your homework for you. Um, but in that sense, uh, it could be definitely beneficial to explain and to be able to uh, explain difficult concepts like quantum physics. I think that's actually one of the examples it gives you on when you log in. Yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, it's like a moral code type of thing because we can really get whatever we want off the Internet. Like we can cheat our way through college really if we wanted to, if we're willing to like pay the people online to like, give us answers and stuff like that or to do our homework or whatever. Um, but so like we already have those resources. Now we just have a free, more accessible resource, which is a little bit scarier. But I mean, if you just like want to be a good person, I don't know, like that's what it really comes down to is like. You can really do whatever you want. Just it depends on what you want to do. Well, and it's like if you cheat your way through college, then do you really want to get a job in that degree? Because you don't even know anything. Like I had a teacher in middle school that would say like to encourage us not to cheat. He's like, I wouldn't want my heart surgeon 
to have cheated their way through college, you know, and then they're doing open heart surgery on me. I wouldn't trust them. So Which wire is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's true. It is a moral code. It and even then, like, the policy that BYUI is making, some professors are let me know how they're trying to do the process uh, because they're they've, they're not either, either on the board or, like, talking to people on the board, I guess, that, that make the policy. And they said it's really difficult because there's so many softwares that try to detect if something's ChatGPT, but they're very inaccurate. For example, I could write something, you put it in there, and it'll be like, it's 80% AI. But then you get an AI text and you put it in there, like, oh, it's 80% original. So it's sometimes like you know it's it's it because 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 technically ChatGPT it makes it on the spot like it doesn't copy paste from anything it makes it up so and it regenerates every time yeah I feel like even aside from school like thinking of the poem like I could say like oh write a love poem to my boyfriend mm -hmm. you know what I mean like put all of this like specific details about like our relationship mm -hmm. and then it can create a poem and then I can just be like oh I wrote this poem for you yeah. I just like love you so much I've done but. That. Have you really? <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, sometimes like if like some this is, I haven't I have it on my phone actually. It's called it's an AI. It's called the Riz app. It's just oh. for jokes and giggles, oh. you know, just for just for giggles. And but sometimes like I'll take a screenshot of my text or someone texts me and it'll come up with like responses like and they're really, really? cringy sometimes. Sometimes it's really corny. Sometimes it's really good. But it's like it's called the Riz the app. The Riz app. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> It's yeah, it's but cool. it is AI. It's an AI. Interesting. It, so yeah, and it's you can use it for family or like it's for like romantic partners to try to like riz them up. Right. <laughs> and it's really funny because sometimes they'll give you a really corny pickup line. You're like, that's not gonna work. <laughs> but sometimes like I don't really care. Sometimes I'm like, eh, I can throw this one away. <laughs> so, like, any any girl that you're dating is like listening to this and she's like, oh, she's like, well now it's I all know. fake. That's yeah. not true, baby girl. <laughs> 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 well, I do have another clip that is from a student here at BYUI, and he's talking about how he uses ChatGPT and a really cool study habit, actually, or study skill. So I'm curious your guys' thoughts. As a BYUI student, what are your thoughts on ChatGPT? I think ChatGPT is kind of the future now. Uh, with the growth of artificial intelligence, I really think that we need to learn how to understand this technology and embrace it. I think ChatGPT is a powerful tool for education. I understand there's some people who can use it for uh, selfish purposes, for you know, essay writing and so forth, and plagiarism can be a problem with that. And also it stifles their ability to really develop their critical thinking abilities. But I think sometimes it's also very helpful and sometimes doing quizzing. I've once used um, uh, not just ChatGBT, but another kind of chatbot services through um, Quizlet, actually. And it would ask me, like, okay, here's some of my flashcards and stuff. Here's some of my notes. Quiz me on these things. Ask me questions. Give me my understanding. And it would actually pull up some really good questions for me that help me really deeply think about my content. Yeah, I thought that was super cool how he uses a Quizlet AI that they have to be like, here's all my notes, quiz me. It's great for like, I remember I did a mock interview with ChatGPT where oh. I was like, hey, like I'm interviewing for like just, just for practice, like I'm interviewing for a communications uh, position. Um, I want you to interview me based on my interview, my resume, rah, 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 this and that. Um, ask me some good questions and you try to be specific to the yeah. field. And then they'll ask you some questions like, what are your strengths? And then you type it in and it'll be like, respond like, okay, well, how would you overcome that weakness or whatever? And things like that, Whoa. at least, you know. And sometimes it's not, sometimes you have like, it gets a little bit confused from time to time. 
because you'll be like, no, you're supposed to ask me that. Not the, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the interviewer, you're the interview. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's like, sorry, I am just a chat GPT. Like, I am sorry. For, for me. <laughs> Forgive me. It's like apologizing. Yeah, it's, it's apologizing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's new and it's still developing. But because of how advanced it is already, I'm really curious to see what new things will come about through AI. Definitely could be scary. Some people think it could take over the so, world. It's the beginning but, of the end. Yeah. The AI wars are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But we have a fun game and new trivia music. John will be leading us in a special game. Tell us about it. I. <clears throat> so I've gathered here several paragraphs. That may be ChatGPT, may be human. It's for you to decide, you know. Can you fool your professors? Can ChatGPT fool you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this is all for uh, entertainment purposes, of course. Right, right. <laughs> so, for the first paragraph. In my opinion, music has the power to touch our souls and evoke emotions like nothing else. It transcends language and speaks directly to our hearts. Whether it's a catchy pop tune or a heartfelt ballad, music has the ability to bring people together and create lasting memories. Is it human or is it ChatGPT? I'm kind of thinking ChatGPT. Me too. Like, it totally could be human, but mm -hmm. I just have a feeling it's ChatGPT. Yeah. It was very well written. Yeah. <laughs> you saying ChatGPT? ChatGPT. Yeah. Yay! We got it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so... ChatGPT, correct. Yeah. Now, the next one. <clears throat> you know what's crazy? Music, man. It's like a direct line to your soul, hitting you right in the feels. No matter the language or the genre, it's the one thing that brings people together, creating memories that stick with you. Is it uh, human or is it ChatGPT? I feel like it's ChatGPT, and John was like, okay, do this, but in like a relaxed yeah, tone or something. Because I feel like you don't write. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. At the end, like you don't write that way, you might speak that way. Yeah. So I do think it's ChatGPT. Actually, you're right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So the prompt I used for that one was like, grab the previous text and use common vernacular and colloquialism. And oh, so it's okay. like, what up, bro? Right in the fields. Like, yeah. Cool. You know? yeah. And I was like, this sounds so cringy. <laughs> like, don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So next one. As an AI language-based model, I cannot feel human emotions. Nevertheless, in terms of recovering from a tragic breakup with an individual you are once romantically involved with, it is wise to take some time and understand that the pain you are feeling is temporary and you are worthy of love and you will find love again. Is it human or ChatGPT? I think, is this the story you told earlier? This might be the circumstance when your friend's fiancé broke up with them. You think I'm using for my database? I from think so. <laughs> Unless you're tricking us. What I do you know, think? I feel like it's a trick. I, I feel like trick. it sounds so formal mm -hmm. that it is human. Like it's a human okay. trying to think it's like a chat GPT. Trying to sound like chat GPT. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay. What do you think? Mm, I kind of think it's chat GPT. Okay, let's go yeah. with it. Okay, we're going to go with that. Chat GPT? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that 
I know, right? So You're I right. to throw you off, I put as a lang as an AI language based model, but I wrote that, you know, because uh, okay. I know ChatGPT uses similar language, but okay. the rest was all me, just like advice from the mm -hmm. you know from the get-go uh, just <laughs> some good common generic advice that How everybody knows right? <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and it kind of sounded like the example we used yes so that's why no, it really sounded like chat gbt <laughs> it did um this is another one <clears throat> as an ai language model i don't have emotions or personal experiences so i don't have the capacity to feel love or any other emotions is it human or chat gpt we talked about this too but now i, I feel, feel like, like that could be <laughs> I feel like it could be ChatGPT. Okay. If you think so. Okay, yeah, let's do it. ChatGPT? Chat mm -hmm. Sure. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that one was... I just wanted to put two sort of side aside mm -hmm. to throw you all off. Yeah, <clears throat> you're throwing me off. <laughs> so, for the last one... <clears throat> you know what blows my mind? Beards, man. It's a total bummer that we can't have them while going here to BYUI. Like, someone should totally get rid of that whack rule. It's a huge ick of mine. <laughs> I feel like it's ChatGPT, <laughs> really, with a tone that's like like a Gen Z, right? Yeah, yeah. like a what phrases are being used? Ick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chat yeah. Let's go, ChatGPT. Oh, no. no. Wait. Wait. No. 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 Oh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't ChatGPT. That there was me. Sorry. That was. I was <laughs> just confused. Hit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was me. So I was. Because the first one, the the music, man, it gets your soul. That was ChatGPT, okay. and I was like, I'm going to copy that. But with, you know, oh, okay. just make it sound like, and I used ick, which is uh, a common, yeah, yeah. I hate that word, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I use words like that, like, man, it's whack. And they're like, oh, that doesn't sound human. But then ick, it's like TikTok. <laughs> yeah. It's like they would know, like, you, you could get that from the internet. Like, that's a yeah. common word right yeah. now. But I don't even think ick was bef uh, made before 2021, right? It was like a new yeah, term. Yeah, it probably isn't even in the database. I'll ask it. I'll say, do you know what ick means? Or do you know the slang term? It's really bad with slang. Ick. Like, it, it can do, like, vernacular colloquialism. <gasps> it knows. It says, yes, I'm familiar, unless it's, this is wrong. I'm familiar with the slang term ick. In contemporary usage, the term ick refers to a feeling of strong dislike. Yeah. So I guess it does have it. I just didn't know if it did or yeah, no. I guess maybe maybe it's been around longer than we maybe think. Maybe it's, it's learning. Maybe <laughs> us here in Idaho, we just get it a little later. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fun. I feel like there's so much to talk about with ChatGPT, and it can do so much. So you guys have any last thoughts about it? Be careful. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I Be would careful. Say, Beware. I would say don't become too dependent on it. And especially with your relationships, <laughs> like it's fun in games when you're texting your friends and they just, it's just your friends and they, they can be like, what the heck is this dude? This is cause clearly ChatGPT, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, don't, I wouldn't, I strongly advise not to text your romantic uh, crushes or partners like with ChatGPT. <laughs> Even, even, though if, even, if it's, even if it's a great text and they'll be like, I completely understand you and I empathize and it's been a hard day. You're right, you know, like ChatGPT will do amazing sometimes when you want to de-escalate the situation. <laughs> but sometimes when they find out it's ChatGPT, they're going to think you're a little very inconsiderate. Yeah. Not that I am, mm -hmm. but... <laughs> yeah, if me and Celeste can tell when it's ChatGPT, so can your professor, well, you, you so tell, like, can... <laughs> okay, sometimes like we got it, it wrong. It was like a 50-50 sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes... <laughs> you just got to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, you know? be original, be creative. Just put your name in there, like, put Chat imagine you put your name in there, like, I'm McKenna. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, this is definitely... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, thanks for listening. 
You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts were me, McKenna Davies. John Villarreal. Celeste Simmons. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by Celeste Simmons. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media or visit our website byui.edu slash radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the BYU-Idaho Radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.